Hey there, I hope you are having an amazing day or night, depending on when you're listening. Today, we are going to be talking about how to do your job search or hunt for a job when your expertise is super niche. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career related. I tell you how it is and we get right to the point. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. And this is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. Let's dive in. Let's go. Job hunting can be hard and even harder if what you do is super rare or very niche. So let's explore some ideas. Number one, obviously you want to do your research on job specific job boards, right? So what are like the niche specific job boards you can utilize? There's the obvious ones, right? Google, LinkedIn, Indeed, blah, 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 blah. But there's probably some, especially if you're newer to your um, area of expertise that you may not know about. So do a little bit of research. Number two, are there niche specific online communities or even in-person communities? I know it's crazy. Everybody is so used to remote life, but use those communities, build relationships, ask if there are any opportunities that people know about, or even if there's like a good person for you to talk to. Maybe there is, you know, a hiring manager in one of those communities that's not hiring now, but might be in three months from now. Like you really just never know. Number three, set up Google alerts. And more specifically, if you're super, super rare in your area of expertise, um, I would definitely recommend learning how to do Boolean search strings because it will be a game changer for those alerts. Number four, network social media, your phone contacts, your previous managers, your previous colleagues, literally talk to all of your people. Ask them, have they heard of anything? Or even tell them, hey, I'm looking. If you hear of anything, can you let me know? Number five, are there recruiting companies in your area of expertise that you can connect with? Oftentimes, even if it is a really, really rare area or industry, there is usually some recruiting company out there that supports said industry. So make sure you're networking with those people. Number six, you might want to do a job-specific resume and cover letter. So generally speaking, I do not recommend that you update your resume for every single job you apply for. I also usually do not recommend you create a cover letter, mostly because recruiters don't give a shit. (laughs) However, some hiring managers do. And if instead of 50 jobs for you to apply for, you have two, you're going to want to do as much as you can to make yourself stand out. Number seven, is your area of expertise rare enough where you could start your own company or consulting business? If you have enough years of experience, this could be an interesting time to maybe make a pivot. Can you offer your expertise as a product or service? Entrepreneurship is not for everyone. I (laughs) won't sugarcoat that for you. But oftentimes when we know things very few other people know, there's usually a business opportunity there. Number eight, cold outreach. This is like old school sales style. (laughs) Literally reaching out to people in your industry, even if you don't know them and say, hey, I'm exploring different opportunities. If you happen to know of anything, you know, please feel free to keep me in mind or pass along my resume, whatever it might be. Number nine, be proactive. If you are having a really hard time finding a job because your expertise is rare and the demand is not super high, you're going to have to be proactive. Doing some of the things we talked about, cold outreach, contacting your network, making sure that you are putting yourself out there and not just waiting for an opportunity to come to you. 
Number 10, build growth in your current role and company. So oftentimes, if there's not a lot of people doing what you do, there's probably not a lot of companies also doing what you do. So find creative ways and work with your leadership team to build out your career with your particular company, if that's an option. Um, Is there something you can do to work towards a promotion? Is there uh, future growth in the plans for the organization? Could you possibly take on more responsibility with that growth or start leading others as part of that growth? Number 11, ensure that your resume highlights the right things. So I say that because we might need to have like an out-of-the-box resume, right? So let's say you have a very interesting job and it's very, here's a problem, here's how we solved it type of thing versus let's say recruiting where I can say I supported these business units across these countries. I filled roughly this amount of jobs. Maybe yours is like, here was the problem. Here's what we did to solve it. So that bullet style resume that I have might not make the most sense for you. So make sure you're highlighting the problem, the solution, your achievements, accomplishments, whatever is unique about your role and how you go about doing that role. Make sure your resume tells that story. And if you're not sure, have someone else look at it. And it would be in an ideal world, this would be someone who doesn't know your job very well, right? So just literally ask like a random friend who doesn't really understand what you do and say, hey, does this make sense to you? Like, am I telling this story right? Um, Or ask them like, what are you getting from this resume? And try and think about it this way too when you're trying to build out your resume. If you were hiring for the role that you want to apply for as a hiring manager, if you put yourself in their shoes, what would they need to know about your background? And then ask yourself, does my resume share whatever that is? Number 12, is there a new skill set that you can or should or want (laughs) to learn to expand your options, right? This is kind of the the balance between being not too niche and not too broad. Maybe I'll use myself as an example. Um, So I've been recruiting for over 10 years, probably by the time this episode is released, pushing 11. And recently I started to probably last year or two be more project focused and leading projects and running projects. And I have taken a project management certification so I can expand my skill set a little bit more. So there could be opportunities for you to do something different within your own role by expanding the scope. And number 13, create a plan. Um, We talk a lot about goals and plans on the podcast. If you go to stephdennis.com, there is a podcast directory that breaks down all of the episodes and kind of what categories they fall into. So if you want to go to that link and you can just use the find feature on your browser, goals, plans, those are probably the bigger keywords um, if you want to dive deeper into those types of episodes. But create a plan, figure out the goal. So let's say I want to, you know, pinky in the brain style, take over the world, cool, what do I need to do in order to do that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, and li- but whatever the goal is, right? Work it backwards and work it backwards to the point where you have your plan and each step of that plan is bite-sized type of increments, right? Baby steps. If I need a new job, okay, first I need to update my resume. Great. Then I need to set up job alerts. All of those things shouldn't take too long, but if I have 15 minutes would I be able to accomplish one of those steps, right? So it's the idea is not to have tasks take two, three, four hours because oftentimes they'll get distracted or interrupted or, you know, life happens. Whereas oftentimes we do find ourselves with, oh, we have 20 minutes before we need to leave for dinner. Great. Let me do this one thing real quick um, and try to optimize your time the best you can. And number 14, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, Job hunting in of itself is hard and we can all use help, myself included. And 
job hunting when your expertise is really rare is even harder. So don't be afraid to ask for help. There's no shame in that. And I think it's a little bit of a tangent, but I think as a society, we're getting a little better at asking for help. But you know, it's a different rabbit hole. I won't take you guys down. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you found this episode helpful, valuable. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here, listening to the show, supporting it. I really appreciate you. Um, Again, website, stephdennis.com, information, podcast directory, all the goodies. Um, You can support the show simply by listening, being here, sharing with a friend, monetarily, PayPal, Anchor. If you have a second, leave a rating and or review. It really does help. You can find me on the socials, stephdennis13, Instagram and TikTok, and then uh, Career Talk Podcast over on Instagram. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so fantastic and so amazing. I hope you have a lovely, wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye.